Welcome into your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast will start off with a winter weather advisory. This advisory will be in effect from noon Wednesday to 10 a.m. Thursday. This is for the counties of Glacier Hill, Cascade, Shoto, Tool, Liberty, Ponderay, Blaine, Teton, Judith Basin, and Fergus. Expect snow with a total accumulation between 2 to 5 inches at lower elevations and 6 to 10 inches in the mountains. Isolated higher amounts are possible. Travel could be difficult and patchy blowing snow could reduce visibility. Make sure to be slowing down and use caution while traveling. Once again, that winter weather advisory, that's from noon on Wednesday to 10 a.m. on Thursday. And although that advisory is not until tomorrow, there are plenty of roads here along the High Line that are quite slick, and especially east of Haver, some of the roads are ice to black ice or severe driving condition, so make sure to take your time and be careful out on the roads. Now taking a look at that forecast, for the rest of your Tuesday, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow. Highs around 30, west winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, colder and partly cloudy, slight chance of snow in the evening, then mostly cloudy with a chance of snow after midnight. Patchy fog through the night, lows 15 to 20. South winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the east after midnight, that chance of snow 50%. Wednesday, snow likely. Patchy fog in the morning, patchy blowing snow in the afternoon. Snow accumulation 1 to 3 inches. Highs 25 to 30. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Chance of snow 70%. Wednesday night, cloudy with snow likely and a chance of light freezing rain in the evening. Then chance of snow after midnight. Light snow accumulations, lows 10 to 15. North winds, 10 to 20 miles an hour, 70% chance of precipitation. Thursday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow in the morning. Highs 20 to 25. Northwest winds, 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday night, colder. Mostly cloudy with low 0 to 5 above 0. Friday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Highs 15 to 20. Friday night and Saturday, mostly cloudy, 50-50 chance of snow. Low 0 to 5 above 0. Highs 15 to 20. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Lows around 0. Sunday, mostly cloudy. Highs around 15. Sunday night and Monday, partly cloudy. Lows 5 below to 0. Highs 20 to 25. Blaine County has seen an alarming increase in COVID-19 in just the past month. And Health Officer Jana McPherson-Hauer is urging the public to take the virus seriously as it is impacting people of all ages. Our hospitalizations are affecting people of all ages. Sadly, the three deaths that we have reported out of our county are, are affecting people across all ages, are affecting people with and without specific underlying health conditions. McPherson-Hauer urges people to follow public health guidelines and be honest with contact tracers. I've had people who feel like they would be protecting their contacts if they don't name them and don't have them quarantined. And, and we just want people to know that that's the opposite. Really, you're protecting your contacts by allowing us to be in touch to make sure that they're monitored. She adds that many cases in the county have been tied to large gatherings. Where people feel like they are well and they attend social gatherings and come down with symptoms in the next day or two. That includes the entire social gathering, anybody that was within six feet for 15 minutes as a contact and potentially exposed. Blaine County reported 13 new cases of COVID-19 Tuesday. The active case count is at 131, including nine hospitalizations. For more, head to HighlineToday.com. 
Meanwhile, Hill County reported a record 42 new COVID-19 cases and one new COVID-19-related death Monday. The previous single-day case record was 36, set on Saturday. Of the 42 cases, 25 were found through contact tracing, and 17 have unknown exposures. The new cases range in age from two females under the age of 10 to a female in her 70s. The age range with the most new cases was people in their 30s with 9, followed by 8 cases in people in their 20s. Hill County has now reported 589 total COVID-19 cases. 268 are active, including 8 hospitalizations. 307 have recovered, 14 have died. Amtrak has reduced service on the Empire Builder Line to tri-weekly after they did not receive emergency funding they requested from Congress. The eastbound train now stops in Haver on Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday afternoons. The westbound train stops in Haver on Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday afternoons. Paul Tuss, executive director of the Bear Paw Development Corporation, says the reduced service could significantly harm people on the High Line. We have senior citizens that don't travel other means. We have disabled folks that rely on Amtrak to get to where they need to go. We have people who are sick who rely on this to get to larger communities for their health care. Tuss will be speaking virtually at a rescheduled U.S. Senate Commerce Committee hearing on October 21st at 10 a.m. to advocate for restoring daily service. To think of defunding Amtrak and to think of curtailing the daily service that we're used to here on the High Line just seems to be antithetical to what we should be doing in this country with regard to investing in public infrastructure. The Empire Builder Line stretches from Chicago to Seattle and features numerous stops throughout northern Montana. With a vast majority of the Haver High School football team in quarantine due to potential exposure to COVID-19, their season finale against Billing Central that was scheduled for Friday has been canceled. The decision was made by the Haver High Continuance of Play Committee Monday morning, and Activities Director Brian Kessler says this was the only option. I've been looking at the numbers we had quarantined and then all the options we have, there was not a way for us even to get 11 players out there, so that makes it difficult to play a game of 11 when you don't have 11 to play. At this time, other extracurriculars are scheduled to continue as planned, but the district will remain in fully remote learning until October 28th. Turning to state news, we'll start off with that daily COVID-19 update from the state, which reported 706 new cases today, bringing the cumulative total to 24,093. Flathead County reported the most new cases with 123, followed by Yellowstone with 67, Missoula with 62, Gallatin with 60, and Bighorn with 52. There are now 8,999 active COVID-19 cases in the state, 360 of which are hospitalized. 14,842 people have recovered, 252 have died. An eastern Montana woman has been sentenced to 15 years in prison after being found guilty of negligent homicide for the death of her two-year-old son. Prosecutors say Ashley Maria Howard of Glendive left the boy in her car on June 25, 2018, and into the following afternoon while she slept after getting drunk at a party. The boy's temperature was 107 degrees when Howard took him to the hospital 14 hours after leaving him in the car. He died two days later. District Judge Elizabeth Best sentenced Howard on Monday to 20 years in prison with five suspended. A Helena man who responded to his son's call for help after he lost control of his pickup truck on icy roads was struck and killed when another vehicle spun out on the bridge near East Helena. The Lewis and Clark County Sheriff's Office says 50-year-old David Wayne Young died from blunt force trauma Sunday evening. The Montana Highway Patrol says Young's son lost control on U.S. Highway 12 and hit a guardrail. He called law enforcement and his family for help. 
People were standing outside the truck when a Jeep lost control, hitting the guardrail, the truck, and Young at about 8 p.m. Montana lawmakers have rejected rule changes that would have authorized majority leaders of the House and Senate to break tie votes in legislative interim committees. The committees are often comprised of Democrats and Republicans in equal numbers. The rule changes failed to pass a statewide poll sent to lawmakers last month. Democratic Representative Kimberly Dudick of Missoula accused Republican lawmakers of proposing the rules in order to overturn an emergency declaration made by Democratic Governor Steve Bullock at the onset of the pandemic. Rules Committee Chair Republican Senator Fred Thomas of Stevensville, said minority Democrats have abused their positions on interim committees and he wanted to change it. Montana's top political cop found Lieutenant Governor Mike Cooney accepted over-the-limit donations from the Democratic Governors Association for the general election, including the disputed cost of creating a website that neither the DGA nor Cooney reported as an in-kind donation to his campaign. Cooney's campaign said one of two maximum $710 donations to his campaign that were credited to the DGA actually came from the Democratic Lieutenant Governors Association, and the campaign filings have been corrected. The ruling will likely lead to Cooney's campaign having to pay a fine and pay the DGA for the cost of making a website in opposition to his Republican opponent, Greg Gianforte. Native American tribes opposed to the Dakota Access Pipeline once again have asked a federal judge to stop the flow of oil while the legal battle over the line's future plays out. The Standing Rock Sioux and other tribes succeeded on their first attempt, only to have an appeals court overturn U.S. District Judge James Boesberg's shutdown order earlier this year. Now, the AP reports they're asking the judge to clarify his shutdown ruling from this summer to satisfy the appellate judges and then to again order the line to cease operations. Pipeline Operator Energy Transfer and the Army Corps of Engineers both maintain the pipeline is safe. They have until November 20th to file a formal response. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $5.22, spring wheat is $5.11. For Blaine County, winter wheat $5.12, spring wheat $5.06. For Liberty County, winter wheat $5.27, spring wheat $5.11. For Shoto County, winter wheat $5.22, spring wheat $5.11. And for Phillips County, winter wheat $5.07, spring wheat $5.01. And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information, KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.